Hi, I'm Annette Richmond. Thanks for joining me for the Smarter Business Moves podcast. If content marketing is part of your growth strategy, head over to my new podcast, Content Marketing School, and visit contentmarketingschoolonline.com for resources. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Smarter Career Moves Podcast. I'm Annette Richmond, Executive Resume Writer and Principal of Career Intelligence, Resume Writing, and Career Services. Let's get on to the show. Hi again, Annette Richmond here. Thank you for joining me today. Today's topic is age discrimination in the job search, or really, you know, how to mitigate job uh, age discrimination during your job search. One of the concerns that I hear most often from my senior level clients and just job seekers in general is that they're afraid of um, being discriminated against because of their age. And, you know, serious concerns really begin around age 55, but uh, some people, particularly women, have told me that the concern begins at uh, in their mid-40s. So yes, you know, age discrimination is out there. Uh, there are a lot of reasons uh, not related to skills that people don't get hired. So, you know, you could be too young. They could think you're too old. You know, it's very possible that you may remind them of a former colleague or neighbor that they don't like, you know, these Um, conscious and also subconscious um, biases do exist and, you know, within all of us. So you can't control them. You can't control the subconscious bias that, you know, an interviewer may have against you. But, you know, there's no need for you to really feed into these things either. So I want to talk to you about a few different things that you can work on to, um, you know, help you just avoid discrimination, age discrimination. Um, And a lot of it is just being current and and modern um, and not, you know, screaming um, that you're, you know, over 50, 55 or 60. So one of them is a modern email. So a lot of people still hang on to their, you know, at AOL or at Yahoo email addresses. But those are really something that does make you look old um, when you have it on your resume. So it's much easier to just get something current, like a Gmail address, um, you know, that don't make you look like you're stuck in the uh, last century. One thing I want to caution is during your job search, don't ever um, use your employer email because a lot of employers do monitor the employee emails. And this includes working with uh, in, in, I'm sorry, working with recruiters, uh, if you're having correspondent with a resume writer or any kind of communication like that, you definitely want to use your personal email address. You want to also make it easy for recruiters and hiring managers to contact you. So include your email address, the nice new email address you have in the about section of your LinkedIn profile. If you're concerned about sharing your personal email, which, you know, is certainly maybe a valid concern, 
then um, get a new email just for your job search and keep your personal email uh, for personal use. And when you do get a new email address, get something that's a, your name or a variation of your name. You know, don't get something cutesy like car guy at or talk to me at. You want to always be professional. If you are conducting a confidential job search, but you want to still have your email address in the about section, you can just include an innocuous phrase, as I suggest with my clients. You can put something like, always interested in connecting with like-minded people, or always happy to connect with colleagues and clients, or whatever feels comfortable for you in your situation. You also wanna make sure that you have a LinkedIn photo. The people that I speak to who don't have a LinkedIn photo, the main reason is they're concerned about age discrimination. Again, yes, it's out there, but there's all types. You know, you may just remind them of someone they don't like and they take an instant um, sort of dislike to you. However, I will tell you that the benefits of having a profile photo far, far outweigh the risks. You know, LinkedIn is considered social media. And I want to just give you a few stats here. Uh, LinkedIn's own research shows that LinkedIn profiles with a photo get up to 21 times more views and nine times more connection requests. You know, CareerBuilder um, did some research in 2018, and they found that 70% of employers research candidates on social networking sites like LinkedIn. And 47%, they're unlikely to contact a candidate for an interview if they don't find them online. Now, I will tell you that as a former recruiter, um, profiles that don't have a profile raise red flags with the reader, whoever that reader might be. They wonder, why don't you have a, a photo? You know, what might you be hiding? So again, you know, the, the having the photo is really important. And you don't want to have a photo that's, you know, too old, maybe from 10, 15 years ago, or something that's photoshopped so much that it doesn't even look like you. You know, you want to look your best, of course, you know, we all do in a little Photoshop by a professional photographer, um, you know, may enhance your appearance a bit, but you don't want to shock people when they meet you. And while you're there, another thing I want to mention is including a background photo. LinkedIn changed their interface um, a few years ago now, and it looks kind of more like Facebook with the LinkedIn, the profile, the headshot, and also a background photo. If you don't put anything in there, it defaults to a sort of generic blue box. A lot of people don't bother to put the background photo in. Um, I talk to smart people who just don't even think about it. Uh, this is a mistake for a couple of reasons. For one thing, having that blue generic box behind you makes you generic, uh, makes you look generic and you know you don't want to give that impression. And the second thing is it makes you look like you're not savvy. You just don't know enough to put the background photo up there. And you certainly don't want to uh, look like that either. So there are very easy choices. Uh, you might choose a photo that uh, relates to your career in some way. You might choose to use a 
city skyline. Uh, if you live in a big, if you live in New York City or Chicago or something like that, you just want to make sure that it's either a photo that you took yourself, so of course you own the copyright to it, or it's a stock photo that you've purchased online. Um, you can buy those very inexpensively. There are numbers of sites out there. Um, but you don't want to just go on the internet and download the first photo you see that looks nice because it, it's probably copyrighted by somebody else. I do want to mention also, as far as your LinkedIn profile, you want to have a strong LinkedIn profile. There's so many people that just, you know, they misuse LinkedIn. They don't make it work for them the best way that they can. Um, all the time I'm on LinkedIn and I see people's about section that's written in the third person. It sounds like a bio they would write on their company, um, company website. Uh, you don't want that. Um, and then there are people who spend uh, most of the space on their LinkedIn profiles uh, putting in information about their employers. The about section may talk a lot about what the employer does. And even in their professional experience sections, uh, they may give a very big um, uh, space, several paragraphs to their employer and what the employer does. So when people go to your LinkedIn profile, now, and that will be someone you meet at a networking event who wants to learn more about you. It might be a recruiter or an employer who's received your resume and they have some interest in you. They're going to check you out online first. They want to know about you. That's why they're going there. So you want to share things. You know, why do you do what you do? You know, what gets you excited or makes you proud? Um, you might want to talk about, you know, why you chose your career in the first place. Um, maybe it's a, a calling for you, or maybe you've had an interesting career path. Um, that's something that's memorable that you can include in your about section. But you do want to make sure that your profile is complete. Um, you know, LinkedIn is in a way like Google's and, you know, websites that don't have much content don't come up very high in someone's search. The same thing is true for your LinkedIn profile. If you have a barely there skeleton profile, uh, you may come up number 635 out of 722 in a recruiter search. You know, there's thousands of recruiters on LinkedIn every day looking to fill positions and you want to come up at the top of their search, not down at the bottom. So the last thing I want to talk about is having a modern appearance. You know, this doesn't mean that you should try to look younger than you are, um, but just as your resume should have a clean, modern look, so should you. So, you know, wearing the same suit or having the same hairstyle that you, you know, or even the same eyeglass frames that you've had for 10, 15 years are going to make you look dated. So it, you know, if you are about to pull out the interview suit from the last time you were out of a job, uh, you might want to think about getting something new. And I want to share a few stats to keep in mind if you're shopping for that interview outfit. So Account Temps did a survey in 2019 and two things that stood out. One was about company size and managers at companies with 250 employees or more 
um, said that they thought employee um, candidates should definitely wear suits to job interviews, but managers at companies that were smaller with less than 100 people were more flexible. And it also depends on where you live. Uh, geographically speaking, the majority of managers in Miami, New York City, and Washington, D.C., said the candidate should always wear a suit to a job interview, while managers in Austin and Seattle said that a suit wasn't necessary as long as the candidate looked professional. So bear all of those things in mind as you're putting together the outfit for your next job interview. The final thing that I want to mention is don't have a chip on your shoulder. You know, don't anticipate age discrimination. Don't send your resume in expecting that you're not going to get contacted. Don't go to a job interview expecting um, age discrimination. You know, when I was um, a recruiter, one of the candidates that I worked with was this really cool woman. She was in her 60s at the time. I did not ask her. She just mentioned it to me in conversation. Um, And while I didn't place her myself, she was one of the top candidates in the running for a position um, with a digital marketing company. And she did find a position through someone else shortly afterwards. So, you know, this person was a vivacious, she had an engaging personality. I didn't meet her face to face. She sounded great on the phone. But when I looked at her LinkedIn profile, you know, there was a woman, you know, she looked like someone you'd want to meet, you know, vibrant with a big friendly smile and a current haircut. Um, You know, so being of a certain age didn't stop her and it really doesn't have to stop you either. So... Uh, Thanks again for joining me today, and I do wish you the best of luck with your job search. Please visit our website, careerintelligenceresumewriting.com, and follow us on social media for a lot of other free uh, career tools, information, and advice. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Smarter Career Moves podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please subscribe. Thank you.